Hi friend, do you ever need to create marketing materials easily? Whether you need to make flyers or artwork for your blog, your podcast, or any number of different things, check out Canva. Go to findyourflow.com forward slash Canva. That's C-A-N-V-A. I've been using the free version of Canva for many, many years, and I recently upgraded to the pro version, and it's awesome. So go to findyourflow.com forward slash Canva to learn more. And now, on with the show. Hello and welcome to the Find Your Flow radio show podcast. I'm your host, Winston Wittis, and I'm here today with a very special episode. Today's episode is the 100th episode. And hopefully I have enough time to add some cool special effects there, but probably not because we're kind of in a rush. But that's okay. The show must go on, friend. The show must go on. And so today's show is the 100th, the 100th episode of the Find the Flow podcast here at findtheflow.com. Also available in iTunes, Find the Flow podcast. Also available on all the other places it streams that I'm not even aware of. So please check it out. Subscribe, like it, comment, share it with your friends. Thank you so much for your listenership. And in today's episode, so a couple things. I realize that probably people have never listened to podcasts. This podcast might tune into this podcast since it's a special episode, 100th episode, kind of a big deal. At least it is for me. This is going to be somewhat like a normal episode, but probably a little bit also not. So if you're new to the show, thanks for giving it a chance and checking it out. Really appreciate that. If you've been listening to the show for any amount of time, I really appreciate that. Thank you so much. I've had a good opportunity to see and hear and listen to some other podcasts recently. And it's everybody does it a little different, right? And there's when I was trying to figure out how to do the podcast a few years back when I started it. I didn't know what I was getting myself into. I just knew I wanted to do a show. Felt like I needed to do a show. Felt called to do a show. Didn't know what it was even going to be about. Just kind of knew the basic outline, right? So I stayed up all night. We were in Utah and figured out the technology side of it. I spent a couple of days trying to get that all dialed in. And then I got the first one launched. And I was like, okay, now what? Cool. Got it going. Now and what's it about? I'm going to be drinking a little bit in between. I'm sorry. I am back to drinking energy drinks. If you heard any of the madness before when I was drinking energy drinks. These ones don't have sugar, though. So that's really nice. And I am trying to get over what might be walking pneumonia or at least a chest cold. I don't know. So if you hear me hack up along, I apologize for that. And if I sound weird and stuffy, that's why. I'm trying to get over it for a couple of weeks. All right, friend. So there's a few big things I want to get on on this episode, and I don't know how much time I have because I am doing this episode driving. My plan was to do this one right and do it in the sound booth in my home studio. That way it could be the highest audio quality. Everybody preaches, you got to have the high audio quality, and I've got these nice microphones at home, and yet here I am doing it on the road with this $100 microphone and probably not the best sound quality, but I appreciate you being here because here's the thing. 
that I've realized about me and myself personally and this podcast. And, you know, I get very introspective on this podcast sometimes, let's be honest. And that's that's part of it, the journey. It's about the journey for me. It's definitely about the journey. It's about trying to share my real thoughts and give you a peek behind the scenes of stuff because one thing that I encounter a lot, so my day job, if you're unfamiliar with it, is I'm a uh, an internet marketing consultant, so I work with business owners across the United States, specifically real estate investors primarily, and so I, I see, but it, it happens in every industry, so I don't want to limit it to that. I've also been a musician and an artist, a DJ, a music producer, a promoter of events, a manager of other artists, I've been managed as an artist, so I've got lots of experience in the entertainment world as well. And one thing I always try to bring, a perspective I try to bring to the show and to things that I do is kind of some some of the behind the scenes, right? Because people, as I've learned, sometimes get caught up in the illusion of it all, a lot of times, and not to say I haven't. That's why it's so important to me that I bring some of the behind the scenes, because I've seen where, at least for myself, sometimes where this the illusion of it all can be distracting. It can it can provide those opportunities where someone goes up or goes uh, has their ladder against the wrong wall, so to speak, only to climb all the way to the top to realize like, oh darn, I had my ladder against the wrong wall, kind of thing. Like that didn't bring me the happiness I thought it would, right? Chasing the the goal at the end of the rainbow, only to realize it just keeps moving around whenever you change change directions so that's something that's important to me because i feel as a society when we when there's two when when we're all doing that we're all going chasing rainbows chasing uh and i'm drinking i'll point out i should i'm drinking rainbow unicorn flavored drink right now not a plug for them but uh it's delicious tastes like sparkles and rainbows in my mouth um, I feel that part of fulfillment of our society, of our of our purpose as humans here on Earth, is to kind of see through this the illusion, the Maya, right? The this grand illusion, the dream time that we're in, and to try to gain some perspective on my own unique place in this whole thing, right? And to be able to then share that with you in a way that will allow you to gain new perspective and insights into your unique position and opportunity in this whole thing. And so one of the big things with the podcast and with the show that's evolved over time, well, there's a lot of things. The Okay, so what another significant thing here for me within this show and within the Find Your Flow mission, movement, is that it's not about me, right? I'm the one who's doing most most of the talking. A lot of the podcast is me by myself 
doing this, right? And I do interview people. I love interviewing people. But it's it's also one thing I realized early on was it's not always easy. It's not easy to get people's schedules to line up. There's extra technology involved. There's extra editing involved. There's all these extra steps. And it doesn't seem like it should matter that much or that big a deal. But the reality is it is. It just is. It's logistics, right? And for some people, maybe they've got those logistics nailed down or they've got the budget to pay other people to do it. One of the things with this podcast that's so important for me is that I am bootstrapping this whole thing. And if you're unfamiliar with that term, that means that I'm paying for it all myself. I don't have investors. I don't have money being, you know, donated to me for this. This is a business that I am paying for all out of pocket. I need a drink of uh, energy before I go on from here. All right. So that's significant, in my opinion, because one illusion that I run into a lot with business owners is that many business owners sometimes, new business owners specifically, I work with a lot of new business owners, are under the impression, new entrepreneurs, that it's going to be easy. They've invested in a program or in a system or bought this or that or, you know, whatever shiny object came down their way today. And they're looking for that easy button that they, they even think they just bought an easy button a lot of times. And it's just not, not reality, right? Reality is it still takes a lot of work. It all takes a lot of work. And they, and a lot of people think that it's like, oh, it's easy for them. And I talk about this a lot of other episodes, so I'm not going to harp on it. Okay, I, I want to skip all that, actually. Let's go down a different path. Sorry. All right. Big things that are happening in life in time right now. For me personally, it is the year 2019, July 2019. In a few short months, it will be 2020. Now, I had my big finder flow epiphany in New Year's Eve 2000. New Year's Eve 2000, I've told the story. I'm going to tell it again real quick. Like, my best friends and I were out in the desert because we're Y2K, cautious, Y2K, you know, the shutdown of all technology and the blowing up of society because uh, all the clocks were going to reset going into 2000. Who knows what's going to happen? Total meltdown. We went to the desert just to be safe. And during that magical night... I had an out-of-body experience. I floated above my body. My body was dancing. It was awesome, the best dancing it had ever done, the most fluid, most magical, liquid-style dancing that I had ever done. And even mistakes turned into new moves that were better than I could have imagined. And it was only through follow-through and hindsight that I was able to recognize that what seemed like a mistake in the moment was actually exactly what needed to happen to take my dancing to the next level. And that perspective was shown to me. It was, it was intuitive, it intuited to me. It was downloaded to me from a higher, wiser voice. It sounded like a voice in my head, but I was floating above my body, mind you. I was looking down on it. And this wise voice said to me, sound like my own voice, to be honest. And I would imagine if you've had any of these experiences, maybe it sounds like, you know, a wise grandfather or grandmother or some other spirit or maybe even yourself too. Maybe it depends on how you how you interpret it, right? For me, it sounded like myself, but smarter. It's like, you'll write a book about this. 
and you're going to learn to spread this experience of flow to every area of your life. And that was kind of the, the basic message. It was like, I'm going to write a book about this, and I'm going to learn how to be flowing like this in all areas of my life. All right, so I don't know if this is still recording. I just got interrupted here. So let's see. Okay, still recording. So sorry, Elena just called in uh, right now. She's trying to help me out with some doctor stuff for this uh, throat stuff, breathing stuff. Okay. So the wise voice telling me I'm going to write a book series about this, not understanding what the heck that meant where that was going to take me, but I decided I should start. So I started journaling, and I didn't know what I was journaling, but somehow, must have been around that same time, maybe it was, or shortly thereafter, I think I read the book Celestine Prophecy. And this idea of coincidence, coincidence, really became a fascination for me. And... I started to kind of make a connection, I think, maybe not. I journaled it, and it'll be in the big book. The big book is coming out. The big book, I started writing, I just started journaling. My coincidences, my law of attraction. Okay, this was, I think, before the movie, maybe right after The Secret came out. And what was interesting for me was I wanted to be able to to prove it, to prove that you, friend, have what some people would call a divine connection, what I would call a divine connection even, to the divine that you can interact with. It's not airy-fairy, it's not made-up, it's not woo-woo, it's not faith, it's not faith, friend. That's important for me personally, okay? And I'm not dissing faith, That's let's be clear, I'm not dissing your faith, I'm not dissing anybody's faith. For me personally, in my personal growing up experience, I have a I have a thing with faith. Here's my thing, okay? Growing up, uh, and I just go into more depth in other episodes and whatnot, but we, my mom was Jehovah's Witness, okay? She wasn't always Jehovah's Witness. She wasn't Jehovah's Witness when her and my dad got married, but she became Jehovah's Witness. And as a result, my... Uh, sibling and I would attend her church, Joe's Witness Church, also uh, called um, the the Kingdom Hall. And so I would go regularly and learn their version of the Bible and the Watchtower's version of the Bible, right? And I did not agree with all of it. Some of it I thought pretty interesting. They made some good points, okay, take that into consideration. Some of it, not so testable, but I could kind of see, I could, you know, I'm open-minded, see how these things could be possible, maybe even likely. Okay, sure, give you there, points there. But other things, I could not, I could not wrap my head around. Just didn't make logical sense, didn't make, there's no way to test it. And it would come up this conversation, this this idea of faith. Well, you have to have faith. Yeah, we can't prove it. You're right. Uh, there's no 
way to really, uh, you know, prove it. <laughs> you just got to have faith. Like, no, no, I don't just got to have faith. Well, the Bible says this and this. Well, I don't care, really, to be perfectly honest, what the Bible says. It was written a long time ago by people who I don't know. A lot of it was hearsay. And the context is off as far as I'm concerned. Context is completely off, and that changes everything. For me personally, right? You can hear the, uh, I don't know if it's anger, but maybe in my voice. And so, <coughs> sorry, friend. Um, so again, and, and here's the thing. Here's the thing. This book has been 20 years in the making. This podcast has been 20 years in the making. Why? Partly, to be perfectly honest, friend, you and me here, just us alone, fear. Fear. Things that I say and believe, or don't say, but allude to, and or don't even allude to sometimes, but want to, fear. People like me, we are burned at the stake. We were thrown into the river to see if we float. Not that long ago, here in this very country, even during, even even with freedom, right? These beliefs, some of the beliefs that I personally hold, as far as we've come in this society, in this country, there's still a lot of things that many of us know you just don't do, you don't say. And it's not that it's illegal, but it might as well be sometimes it seems, right? And And there's all sorts of ways that we can all get offended from each other. And when I was younger, I used to be a lot more reckless with that and because I was trying to find my own truths, right? And, and I was challenging other people's truths. But you can't do that safely or without hurting people emotionally or spiritually or starting into a physical altercation in, many, in some cases, right? These are things, and there's we know in our culture here in the U.S. and our society, we don't talk about religion, we don't talk about politics, we don't talk about these certain things because of the likelihood that there's going to be an argument, right? Because we're passionate about these things. And that makes it challenging to move beyond that, right? Okay, great. You and your church, you guys can all agree, and you're happy, so you'll talk about it only then and there. Here in this other church, we're only going to talk about this thing here in this way that we see God or the universe or whatever, because that way we know we're probably not going to fight. But between those churches, then, you know, it's like, oh, well, hopefully we can just agree to disagree, right? So there's kind of still this, these divisions of uh, belief systems, which is fine, I guess, right? So, but for me personally, I I cannot rely on faith. I have to test it for myself. And growing up, that was challenging, right? And it was fearsome because, you know, I'm challenging God, challenging what I believe to be God or what I've been told is God. And God doesn't want me to do this or that. And I'm like, you know, God's got to tell me that personally. And I'm not going to believe you, these people that are claiming to be authorities to me, that I should just take your word for it, that I should take your your interpretation of it, or that I should take this book's interpretation of it, because I don't even, again, agree with the context that you're presenting to me. I disagree with your whole your whole premise that you're approaching this with. And that changes things dramatically. That changes everything for me, personally, dramatically. And again, I'm not dissing anybody else's system, not dissing anybody else's beliefs. This is just one crazy guy in his car talking, okay? And yet, it had a big impact for me personally. 
because I felt that at some point I'm, I'm going to have to share my beliefs. Now, I'm going to, but it's scary, right? Because the people I did start sharing my craziness with, it wasn't like, oh, wow, that's brilliant. It was like, dude, you're freaking crazy. Keep that to yourself. Don't tell people. <laughs> 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 oh, goodness. I do need to go to the doctor, I think. Who's got the time for these things, friend? Who's got the time to go to the doctor these days? Okay. So, so you got to like piecemeal it out, right? And cloak it. And and the podcast for me is one of these great tools because how many people are going to listen to a whole episode of me ranting about things? Probably not many, except for the people who kind of already know what I'm saying to a certain degree, I think. That's that's my belief. And I haven't done a ton of market research. Here's, the, here's some irony with this whole thing too, right? I love the duality of it all. I do. I'm a marketer by trade. I know marketing pretty well, okay, better than most. And yet I do things that someone might look at, like with my own, with the finder flow movement and the, the system and everything. Some people might say, well, you're not doing great marketing with this. I'm not getting feedback from, from my listeners and this and that. I am. I, I do get some, but I'm not actively seeking it at this time. And part of that is because, one, part of it is because I want people to be able to feel anonymous. Like, I, if, if I didn't feel so gosh darn called to do this, I wouldn't be sharing this with the world, potentially, right? It's like, it's scary to say these things in this world because people are crazy. I know I'm crazy, but I already know that. So it's okay for me, you know? But like other people, there's some other crazies out there that are different kind of crazy. Hi, friend. Winston here. Thank you for listening to the Find Your Flow podcast. I really appreciate you spending time here. So I want to hook you up with some free stuff from the Find Your Flow shop and uh, some awesome discounts. So go ahead over to findyourflow.com forward slash podcast VIP. That's podcast VIP as in very important person as you are to me for being a subscriber to the podcast on your favorite listening station such as iTunes or Spotify or whatever. And I appreciate you so much for listening go there put in your name and email address findyourflow.com forward slash podcast vip and i will send you some cool stuff thank you again friend for listening take care and back to the show i'm a harmless crazy right i'm ranting in my car crazy (laughs) okay and i use my turn signal when i drive and i would encourage you to too i would encourage you to also And pulling up to my parking destination. Okay, so I'm going to set my car and finish out these thoughts. I did actually write out some bullet points for today's episode. Oh, yeah, so the plan was to record this professionally in my sound booth, audio quality, you know, all nice and everything. But you know what happens, friend? Life happened to me. Life happened to me. And I crashed at 6.30 p.m. yesterday. Couldn't even help put the kids to bed. I was so freaking exhausted and tired. And I slept a solid 12 hours. You know how often I do that? Never. Never. So I could not stay awake. I could not record the podcast. 
I've been just pedal to the metal for I don't know how long, but eventually it catches up with me, friend. It does. I know this. That's the game I play. That is the game I play. I take my chances with it. I push it till I can't. And then I deal with the consequences. And I'm not advocating that style of life at all. That is just what I do. Okay? I need some more energy. Bear with me. Okay. So let's hit these bullet points. Now that the that were stopped. <clears throat> okay. I had my epiphany in 2000, New Year's Eve 2000. I got to work pretty much right away. Starting to figure try to figure out what does this mean? What did that epiphany mean? Was it just let's be honest, friend. I was I was high on drugs. I was high on drugs, friend. I was a teenager, I used to do drugs, okay? I'm scared to say that, but hopefully there's some law of limitation there. I was in the desert, wasn't hurting anybody. It was all natural. And it was magical. Okay? And I had this epiphany. And it was crazy. And I took action anyway. And I started trying to journal it and figure out and get to the bottom of what's it all mean. Here we are 20 years later. I'm planning on actually releasing that book. I've released other books in the meantime that were a little bit more specific, a little bit more targeted, I guess, a little bit less airy-fairy with the whole concept of the whole thing. But now I feel that it's important that I bring it all together, that it, I try to make some sense of the whole darn thing. What's the last 20 years been? Why have I been doing this insanity? I have a, I have a, two interns right now. One of them actually asked me this just the other day. said, Winston, you know, I never asked you this before. He's been working with me for a couple months now. Why are you doing this? What does this all mean? Like, why do you, why? Like, he's seeing behind the scenes, under the hood of this online business I've been building for years. And he kind of just really, like, why the heck are you doing this? And, you know, I started explaining it to him. And he's just like, holy smokes. Like, man, that would make an awesome documentary. And I was like, wow. Yeah, that's, thank you. That's That's a great idea. I might actually do that. Because... Yeah, what kind of madman does this for 20 years and works on something and puts this much time and money and energy into something that is not proven, that isn't market tested? It's kind of crazy, especially somebody who is a marketer. Well, I've already shared one of the reasons why today, why I've been doing it the way I have. So let's keep going. All right. Sorry for the audio quality. I know uh, um, all the all the preachers, the, uh, the podcast preachers, tell you got to have top quality audio. Audio. Here's the thing, friend. I do this because I'm flying by the seat of my pants. I don't want you to think for a moment that I've got this all figured out. I've got big plan strategies, but I also know that any of this could change at any moment for any reason. Right? Life hits you between the eyes, and sometimes um, it takes you out of the game. So this podcast. I had been doing it consistently, posting it once a week, pretty consistently for a year. That was a big win. That was a big win because it's a, it's really hard. It takes a lot of work to keep this thing going. It does. And life happens in between, right? And then uh, I was around, I don't remember how many episodes, but life hit me in 2014 really, really hard. And I got my butt kicked for a whole year straight. And uh, my family. And it took me out of the game. It took me out of a lot of games. It was basically survival mode for a year straight. Financially, we took a huge hit. 
uh, Elena's health was was uh, basically on the verge of um, her leaving this plane, right? And the implications of that and us having a young child who I was taking care of and trying to take care of her at the same time and deal with those realities. Um, and I'm very law of attraction. I'm very, I'm the find your flow guy and I'm, you know, blah, blah, blah. But I'm really just a human at the end of the day still, right? And logistics are not my strong point, certain logistics like time management in the the real world. Now, I can manage my time for my business. I can line up these things. I can accomplish all sorts of cool things. But day-to-day management of, like, doctor's appointments, like, that's why Elena is calling probably because she's got to set my doctor's appointments because if it's up to me by myself, am I going to go to the doctor? I'd like to think so. But the reality is it's not, like, breaking my schedule to go do this other thing outside of my normal everyday schedule. Uh, you know, the odds go down significantly. I need somebody like her to help me do these things, okay? I just know this about myself. And so there was a year that I wasn't podcasting. There was a year I was just basically hanging on as best I could, and, and same with Elena. And fortunately, she pulled out of it, and we were able to recover. We took a huge loss for, um, you know, we uh, had to sell one of our our first house that we owned together, and we had rented out with some amazing tenants, we had to sell it. We were strapped for cash. We burned through all of our savings, paying for doctors and medications and all the bills and Elena not working and me missing a lot of work. We burned through all of our savings. We had to sell our investment property. I had to kick out um, a, an amazing lady and her elderly mother and their three half-blind dogs. And I had to kick them out to be able to sell the property and pay for stuff. That was very hard times. Uh, now I'm in a position, coincidentally, ironically, where I help investors across the United States help other people who are in that situation who need to sell their house fast to pay for whatever and or uh, avoid losing their house to foreclosure. And so that's what I help people do now. I That was not part of the plan, not part of my plan, Lil Winston's plan, but part of the bigger plan, I would say probably, yeah. So... That was a little bit of a tangent, but it's okay because here we are. What is this all about? What am I trying to do? Who am I trying to impact? Who am I trying to help? Flowers. Who and what is a flower? A flower is someone who practices non-judgment. Okay? It doesn't mean we don't judge sometimes, right? We're still humans, but that's okay. We forgive because we're humans and we all mess up. We forgive others of our of their trespasses and, and hope that others forgive us our trespasses, Okay? Um, body flow. So we're going to look at mind flow, body flow, spirit flow, social flow, and cash flow. These were the five areas that I determined for myself that I wanted to break it down into and develop flow in each of these areas. That's what I, I interpreted that download as. Like, okay, there's five areas in my life. I'm going to learn how, just like with this dance, I can apply these same principles to these other areas of my life so that I can get into that zone, into that m- moment where it's just magical and everything's just happening serendipitously and uh, flowingly. And so the body flow is three steps to flow. I created a program. I put, you know, I whittled down over the years the things that seemed to really help me get into that flow state and in the zone, and I turned it into three steps that one could use to experience a flow state doing practically anything. That was the whole idea. How can I systematize this? I do not want to just tell people that faith that you can do this. For me, that doesn't cut it. It's got to be you, you friend listening to this. You too can experience this. Here's how. Boom. You don't even have to buy the program. You can just 
there's enough free stuff I give out that you can do it, okay? That should not be any kind of hindrance for anybody. I don't want there to be, you know, like where it's based on Winston making a profit for you having results, okay? That's that's also important for me, right? <coughs> now, I do want to make a profit, right? This is still a business, and I put a lot of time and energy into this with the expectation that at some point I will recover my investment and I will make a healthy, healthy profit. So the thing is, I have to provide value first, enough value that you experience this for yourself first. You know it's true. You know it's real. You gain results. And then if you want to go deeper, you can invest to, to take it to the next level. Okay. With the three steps to flow, the body flow, a big part of it is chop wood, carry water. It's nothing glamorous. It's not necessarily climbing to the top of a mountain and sitting there meditating 12 hours a day. This is doing the everyday things that we already do, that you already do in your work day. Maybe you sharpen pencils for eight hours a day. Maybe you scrub toilets for eight hours a day. You can be a Zen master from my perspective. It is in the doing of the thing and how you approach the doing of the thing. Before enlightenment, chop wood, carry water. After enlightenment, chop wood, carry water. What's the difference? It's the mindset. It's the perspective. It is the enlightening of that mental capacity. When we are thinking in the conscious mind, it has very important functions. The conscious mind is the voice probably listening to me right now, making discernments. Is Winston right? Is Winston wrong? Is Winston full of it? I don't know. I'm going to decide not to decide. Whatever that conscious mind is, the chattering monkey inside of our heads, um, I had an interesting conversation with my son Bradley the other night, and um, I was trying to trying to share this kind of idea around um, being the quiet observer in our own minds, the one that watches the chattering in the mind. And he uh, said, "Well, it's in my mind, it's in my head, it's my space. So any voice in it is mine." Thought that was kind of a <laughs> cool little perspective, right? Is that voice is ours, the voice in our own head, right? But who put it there? Was it your parents? Was it your pastor? Was it your self? Which self? Your self that wants the best for you? Your self that doesn't care? The self that's the the one that tears you down? Which one was it? Okay, Is it one that supports you? Is it one that has real information about this? Is it one that just wants to sound smart? All different ways to look at that. So uh, becoming self-aware, becoming conscious of the voice in our head, not being ourself, and being aware of the silence behind that, that is part of the practice for me and uh, part of the challenge that I would issue to you in the mind flow area, to be able to quiet the mind and achieve Zen, to be able to tune in to higher frequencies, to be able to tune in and receive downloads from your best, highest self. Okay, And I believe that if I can provide practical tactics for you to achieve that and experience it for yourself, it's not about me, right? It's not like, oh, Winston says this. No, no, no. What do you say? What does the voice in your head say? What are you tuning into? Because that is your unique ability to bring into this reality those downloads that we can all benefit from. And that is one of the things that when I was growing up was kind of tried to, people would try to talk that out of me, right? I had my own experiences. I had my own things that I was bringing to the table and I was shut down on multiple occasions, right? Because, oh, well, don't do that. Don't play with that. That's a cult, right? This uh, religious upbringing, right? Perspective. 
don't do that. That's that's a cult. You don't play with things outside of, uh, you know, it could be evil spirits just toying with you, taking you away from Jehovah, taking you away from what the Bible says. And me saying, no, this is the real stuff. This is what I'm looking for. This is my truth. No, no, no. You don't understand. You're young. You don't understand. Blah, blah, blah. Right? So that was part of my upbringing that, that I want to be able to that that gave me perspective, right? This is a perspective, and I feel very strongly that a part of what I bring with this podcast and with the Find Your Flow movement is that there are probably other people, if I had to guess, who've had similar experiences. Maybe not Jehovah's Witness, but maybe in other um, dogmas or uh, systems where they have been told, no, your you, your experiences are less than what we're teaching. They are less than what this book says. They are less than what your elders say. And my perspective, bold as it may be, is to say, you you are it, friend. You have the direct connection if you're willing to tune into it. Now, there, it's not always easy, right? And we all have the ego, which can jump in and take soft course. It can bring us down paths of hubris and, and do things that, out of ego, uh, ego is not all bad, though. It can be used for good, right? We can we can use it. It, it does a lot of important things for us in day-to-day society and culture, so we're not going to get too deep into that, but that's uh, just some, some of the topics that we explore in the podcast and the book series and whatnot. Spirit flow, we're, we are all one. We are here having this human experience. We are spirit. We are a, a spiritual community that is divided by our physical human tendencies the the egos the cultures the the just the uh divisiveness of the duality of life in a sense right and so how can we connect through spirit well i don't want you to have faith that you can do it i want you to experience it that is what i try to bring through my music through my live events through the books, the podcasts, I want to bring an experience of spirituality to people and to be able to do that as a community and to be able to help you um, experience more coincidences, more serendipity, consciously be able to tap into that and share it and spread it. We do that through social flow. That's where the connection, the community, the harmony, the uh, waves of thought that we can spread this flow as thought forms across the nation across the world and that is what I am trying to do with the social flow aspect is build a community of flowers, people who are non-judgmental, who understand that we all come to this with our own past experiences, with our own perspectives, with our own ability to connect to the divine and bring that higher frequency information, those higher frequency downloads into our current reality to share that through our doing of the thing, through the body flow, to connect in social flow and to expand and amplify that frequency, those higher frequencies into this lower vibration physical reality to be able to shift the entirety of human consciousness into that next level. So that's where this societal shift comes now. Doing these things sounds great, sounds awesome, and yet it's sometimes challenging, right? Do what you love and the money will follow. Well, I've been testing that and trying that for many years. You can see my uh, in the book that I'm working on as I read back through it and see some of these things I can see over the last 10, 20 years how I've been approaching that as an artist, right? Because I, I first and foremost started as a musical artist and was trying to build this and, and follow. I was trying to... Do what I loved and the money was following. 
kind of sort of, right? But as I've shifted my mindset, my, my experience, my connections, being able to see, okay, where does this really work? How does this really work? How can I help other people actually achieve that? And that's where we get into cash flow. So what are the actual strategies, the actual systems for cash flow, the actual process and, and tactics and, and things that you need to achieve financial freedom? How can we get our money to work for us instead of us working for our money? Well, I want to provide systems and opportunities for that. People... It's it's easier said than done sometimes, right? So it, what if I, Winston, with my connections and my my systems and my ability to to do this, could provide actual opportunities for people with as little as two hundred fifty dollars to be able to put that to work for them? How can somebody start investing money with a small minimal investment to actually put their money to work for them, and not have to spend twenty years learning how to do that? That that's something that is very important to me and very really gets me fired up. So that's a part of what I'm doing here is is finding ways to put people's money to work for them to save them the time and energy and hassle and to start to create real cash flow for people. So that's kind of it, friend. Uh, this has been a, a fun episode, different than I anticipated it, but um, a lot of neat things in the works. Works um, finally got the video studio pretty close to being done and dialed in. I'm going to start producing video for findyourflow.tv very shortly here. And it's going to be fly by the seat of my pants. You know, I've got ideas, I've got intuitions about how things are going to go, but I'm also open to the journey of it. It's um, going to be a fun experience. So check that out, findyourflow.tv. I appreciate you listening to this episode. I know it's all over the place. That's how I roll, friend. Uh, continue, please subscribe to the podcast if you got any value out of this or if you think you might in the future. Um, also, check out the book series. It's available on Amazon, Find Your Flow book series. And uh, there will be more coming because really what I discovered, and, and this is kind of the ending thought here, is it's not about me, believe it or not. Even, uh, even though it may sound like it's I'm the one talking, it's really about you and your experience. And uh, there are other flowers out there who are also having coincidental experiences and and connecting with the flow of life, synchronizing with the speed and flow of life is really what it's about, in my opinion, and what the Find Your Flow movement is about. So the way I see it, the way I share it may make sense for you, maybe not. Um, maybe it's in varying degrees. But maybe you have your own experiences that you would like to share that you could provide value to other people. Well, that is what the Find Your Flow platform is about. I can invite you onto the podcast and interview you. We can add that to the next uh, chap to a chapter in the next book in the series. And uh, one of the kind of big uh, aha moments I had a while back was the Bible. It again, it was written by all these different people, right? All these different authors over all these different years, and it was basically these people kind of trying to put into words their experiences. What are they seeing that's going on in this historical context and in these communications with? God and, and whatnot. And in that respect, what I'm trying to do here, I realize, is in some ways similar. Because one of the questions I had that never I did I get a really satisfying answer to was, well, why did God stop talking to people? Okay, we had the Bible and every, God was talking to people all the time. And they just like stopped. And now here we are. We have to listen to you talk about how the God was. And like we have to believe this book. And we have to, like, where's the disconnect? Why did it stop? And for me, 
it didn't stop. It's just that we were misled intentionally or unintentionally. When I was younger, I definitely leaned toward the intentional conspiracy side of it. Now that I'm older, uh, I lean less on that and just think it's just disinformation and the breakdown of communication over the years because people didn't really understand what was going on. And I believe that that connection is strong and is present and is available to everyone. And that is what I want to bring to you. But don't believe me. Don't just have faith in me. Go out and test it for yourself. How? Well, great question. Go ahead and go to the Find Your Flow website. Get the free Three Steps to Flow little mini course there. It'll get you started. And then we can go from there. So if you already have your own flow stories, your own coincidence stories, then I would love to hear them. And I would love to maybe share it with the world. So go ahead and contact me. I'm going to set up a page just for this. It will be findyourflow.com forward slash the calling. The calling. C-A-L-L-I-N-G. And uh, it'll be one word. The calling. So findyourflow.com forward slash the calling. If you want to share your story, if you want to be a flower, um, please just go ahead and opt in there. I'm going to get this page set up as quickly as I can. And that way we can start spreading the word. Because what if we each share our own flow story? And, and maybe my version doesn't really help too many people, but then your version does. You share a story and, and it impacts hundreds or even thousands of people. Maybe hundreds of thousands of people. Can you imagine that, friend? How amazing would that be? Let's try it out. Let's see what happens. So here's the neat thing. As I'm getting ready to launch this book, the 2020 book, it's it's coming full circle, right? I don't know if this book is going to take off. I don't know if it's going to be a flop. I've been working on this for a long freaking time. I'm so out of touch with everything. I don't know if I'm just speaking in an echo chamber, right? I don't know what's going on. It's at the point where I can only do so much. I've taken it as far as I can take it in a sense. And I need to expand it. I need to have people share their stories to be able to touch more people and impact more people. So that's the next evolution of this whole thing, friend. What do you say? Is it just one crazy guy talking uh, talking in his car and trying to keep this all together, putting his blood, sweat, and tears into this for no freaking good reason? Or is there something more to it? Is there coincidence out there? Do you ever notice serendipity? Do you ever find yourself in the right place at the right time? Do you believe that there is something magical happening out there that we've just kind of forgotten about or been been uh, slightly off kilter about and not being able to quite catch that perspective? Or do you already have a strong vision of it? Are you already connected and do you want to help spread and amplify that level of connection for other people? Well then, friend, I invite you to heed the calling and go to findaflow.com forward slash the calling. Fill out the form there and let me know and we can connect and we can take it to the next level. So I appreciate you, friend, for your time, for listening here. If you feel that this podcast episode or any of the podcast episodes would help anybody anywhere, anytime, please go ahead and leave a review in the iTunes store. Leave a review on whatever place you listen to this. Subscribe and share it. I really appreciate you so much. And uh, until next time, my friend, be flowing. Well, thanks for listening, friend. By the way, do you have a story that you would like to share with other flowers? Maybe you'd like to put it in a book. Well, go to findyourflow.com forward slash author club and learn how you can publish your own book or become a published author in the Find Your Flow book series. Simply go to findyourflow.com forward slash author club, all one word, and be sure to join the free Facebook group while you're at it. Thanks, friend. And until next time, be flowing.